Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning back in to becoming a PA physician assistant, or rather, physician associate now. <laughs> I'm Ariel, of course, and on today's episode, we will be discussing a much overdue a recap of my emergency medicine rotation. So I can't wait to tell you all about that rotation as well as several updates on my PA journey um, between the emergency medicine and today. It's right around the holiday season, so I have a lot to catch you up on, so you don't want to miss it. All right, y'all. So as I mentioned, today is all about the world of emergency medicine, what your emergency medicine rotation may or may not be like, and specifically what my experience was like during my emergency medicine rotation, which I did take during the summertime. It is currently the winter, so of course I am definitely behind in regards to podcast episodes and checking or updating you all on how things have been going, so apologies for that. But without further ado, of course, my emergency medicine rotation was through the university hospital that is physically connected to my university. So it is a huge trauma center. I wanna say the biggest here in San Antonio. So you definitely see a lot of pathology, a lot of things that you otherwise would only see in a textbook, in my opinion. Many things that I had never seen before in real life. And I definitely enjoyed this rotation a lot more than I thought that I would. Emergency medicine was, along with surgery, one of the more anxiety-provoking rotations for me personally, one that I was a little bit dreading, very apprehensive about going on, just not knowing what to expect, and just the whole hands-on aspect was very intimidating to me, as well as the 12-hour shifts. Of course, in emergency medicine, nine times out of 10, I believe, you're going to be on 12-hour shifts. So that was the case for me. I had some 7A to 7Ps, some mid-shifts where we were 11A to 11P, and then even some overnights where we worked 7P to 7A. So that was really hard in and of itself, just getting used to not only working 12 hours straight, but just being able to adjust from day shift to mid to overnight, even one day to the next. So, and then with all of that, on top of that, trying to study for the EOR because emergency medicine is generally known as one of the harder EOR exams to take. So it was a very stressful time to have that sort of balancing act between everything, but thankful and Thankfully, in the end, it worked out well, I'd say. Of course, uh, my preceptors, I had one designated preceptor who was a PA, a graduate from our program, but I was only with him, I believe, for one shift, so I was actually with a lot of the other APPs, so I was with a good mix of different PAs, some of them graduates from my program, as well as some nurse practitioners. They were all really, really wonderful. They love to teach. I mean, it is a teaching hospital, so that makes sense. But I learned a lot from all of them. They were all pretty welcoming too and made me feel comfortable in a environment that I wasn't naturally feeling very comfortable in. And of course, we also worked alongside, right, like all of the nurses. Uh, We actually had scribes as well, which was a new experience for me as a PA student 
who, you know, of course I was a scribe in a prior life, so it was odd when they would have the scribes come with me and, you know, type up the note based off of what I was saying and my physical exam findings. It was just really surreal to be in that the provider role versus the medical scribe role. It was pretty neat, not gonna lie, <laughs> to be on that end of it for once, but also surreal at the same time and a little nerve-wracking at first, but the scribes were awesome. Some of them were pre-PAs as well, so it was really neat getting to know them as well and having that experience. And of course, uh, there were actually other, you know, they were the, the physicians on staff as well who were there, super knowledgeable. And then we did have a ton of residents who were working, you know, the crazy resident shifts that they, their poor souls, you know, have to work when being an emergency medicine resident. So hats off to them. And of course, with it being uh, the environment that it was, we did have a ton of Spanish-speaking only patients. So I would say of all my rotations that I was on, this one was the one that I grew the most in in regards to my medical Spanish. And I'm very thankful for that, for having that diversity and that experience, uh, even if I wasn't aware that it was fully gonna be to that extent going into this. And overall, it was a really, really good experience, especially for me being someone who was not looking forward to this rotation, was dreading it rather. I actually ended up enjoying myself. I'm not gonna lie, the hardest part was, and my least favorite part, of course, was the long shifts. I don't particularly enjoy spending 12 hours inside anywhere. <laughs> and thankfully it went by fast because there was a lot going on, but of course, it was still hard nonetheless and i think the biggest thing was just being able to jump from day to night to midday and especially when i think the week leading up to my end of rotation exam i worked five shifts in a row and two of those were overnights and so that was really rough to try not to be a zombie and to be in my best mentality and mental state to be able to take my exam and do well but Spoiler alert, it did go well. I passed my EOR, so everything was fine at the end of the day. And the other biggest thing that I gained from this rotation was just all of the hands-on experience that, of course, you could imagine comes with being in the emergency room. You're doing incision and drainages, INDs. You're doing a lot of stapling. It was pretty interesting to do my first staples ever on an inmate having two cops watching me and it was just very odd but memorable nonetheless and then of course tons of suturing so more likely than not your program has had you practice suturing many a time so of course I was more comfortable doing it but and I had done it a little bit too on my dermatology elective rotation but it was uh, really nice to get extensive suturing even getting to do different layers of suturing and different types of suturing that I had not had as much practice in and it was nice my all my preceptors were very much willing and able to let me be hands-on and to kind of get that experience and to just gain that confidence in suturing up extensive lacerations, multiple lacerations and all of that 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 entails. So that was really nice to be able to get that experience under my belt. In my ER, 
we only saw adult patients because the hospital had its own separate pediatric ER. So all of the patients I saw were all adults, of course. And we saw many, many things. We saw things from fractures to appendicitis to abscesses to necrotizing fasciitis and gangrene wounds. It was <laughs> really interesting. Uh, you name it, we probably saw it. We had foreign bodies in the ear, you know, insects in people's ears, people who were involved in motor vehicle collisions, people who had pregnancy scares and, and other issues during their pregnancy. We had whole host of things uh, people that got nails you know all the way almost to the bone people that fell while working construction multiple feet people that were having seizures people that were having SBP like you name it ascites we probably saw it so that was really really I would say the icing on the cake the uh, most memorable and valuable part of this rotation is just getting all that experience that you wouldn't get in maybe a different type of emergency room setting or just in a different specialty um, at all. So I really, really enjoyed that. I didn't know it was going to be to that extent and it made for a very memorable and learning filled um, environment, of course, during this time. And I think that it really helped with my confidence just as a future provider to overcome this fear of the emergency room in the same way that I had conquered the fear of being in the OR on my surgical rotation. So definitely that would be a plus as well. In regards to the PAEA, right, end of rotation exam that we all have to take at the end of each rotation, I think that it was as the name states or as the reputation goes it was a difficult exam but however I don't think it was as bad as I had made it out to be or had expected it to be I'm not sure if that's because I took it towards the tail end of my uh, my clinical year so that I had already had a wide breadth of experience when it comes to the EORs so I think that might have played a role in it but it definitely was doable I think if it were your first or one of the first ones it would be exponentially harder but having it in in the middle of your clinical year or towards the end it should be pretty doable I would say and of course I prepped for that the same way that I do for all of the other end of rotation exams so utilizing those Stephanie V videos for free on YouTube right where she reviews all the high yield things I basically goes through pants prep pearls on each um, end of rotation exam those are really really helpful of course you know rosh review doing as many of those questions as i can and then purchasing and doing a boost exam usually the weekend before just to kind of gauge where i'm at what i need to focus on and that i found that really helpful along with smarty pants just kind of going over all of the topics making sure I'm understanding and getting at least like a basic introduction to all of the topics that would be on the end of rotation exam and then utilizing Quizlet to just make those online flashcards for all of the information that is a little bit harder for me to grasp or that just isn't sticking from all those other resources that seem to work well for me throughout clinical year 
and something that I would recommend towards anyone who's looking for advice in regards to how to study for end of rotation exams. Definitely try that out. Of course, it's different for everybody, right? But you can do it and try to use any downtime that you may have during your in you during your ER shifts to study, of course, but easier said than done depending on how busy it is in the hospital. I would say it was hit or miss if I got to study or not during one of my shifts, but once again, I always tried to get a little bit of studying in because at the end of a 12-hour shift, you're more likely than not going to have that energy level to just hit the books for a few hours you're probably going to be more on the tired and or exhausted side of things depending on how the shift was but definitely i would say i could almost even have seen myself working in emergency medicine after this rotation i found it that much of an enjoy enjoyable experience however i just really don't think that the fluctuating 12-hour shifts and all of that would be conducive with my lifestyle so ultimately I don't see myself working in emergency medicine but it was really nice to learn that I liked it a lot more than I originally thought I would and of course I'm um, just more updates on life right as a PA student and now actually as a graduated PA I have since we last spoke I have graduated think the lord i'm so happy to say it hasn't fully hit me yet that i'm officially a physician assistant or as we would now say physician associate i still feel very much like a pa student and definitely feeling that imposter syndrome a little bit but i know that with time as i get used to my new role that should improve and get better of course and i can embrace that PA status that I've worked so hard for and earned and of course uh, still always helpful and thankful for any reviews that you guys may be able to leave five-star reviews are always very much appreciated like shout out to bjax21 too who left a really nice review for the podcast that means the world to me and it gives me feedback that you guys are enjoying the content and motivates me to stay with it when it comes to producing more of content in a timely manner, which I hope to do so now that I am officially graduated and before I begin another update, right, um, in the fact that I did receive, I'm blessed to say, multiple job offers and I have went ahead and accepted one, so stay tuned for an episode on that and how I went about applying for jobs, what that looked like for me, how I ended up deciding on a particular specialty, a particular position, all of that I will be sure to share with you all in a future episode, so stay on the lookout for that. And of course, in the interim, you can always tune in and follow me along on Instagram at PA underscore Liera, that's PA underscore L-E-I-R-A, so my first name backwards. I'm always more than happy to reach out or to, you know, just help out with anything that you guys may need. So shoot me a DM on there. Always happy to connect. And thank you to everyone who's been on there wishing me well wishes, whether it be congratulating me on graduation or wishing me good luck before I took the pants and just everything like that. The 
overwhelming outpour of support from you all guys is just amazing and surreal at times if I'm being honest and it means the world to me so more than you know from the bottom of my heart thank you guys for all of your honestly just love and support that you guys have shown me throughout these last two and a half years or more now that I have been on my PA school journey to become a PA And of course, if you're getting prepared to apply to PA schools, that's going to be opening up before we know it here in April. You always have your discounts using my code PA underscore Liera. So you can get 15% off at my PA box, uh, 10% off at Med by Live if you're just wanting some cool PA gear or to kind of get you in that mood, trying to manifest, right, your PA future. I'm all about manifestation. If you're trying to study or in didactic, of course, Picmonic is an amazing tool, a fun way to study that I personally utilize myself, mainly during didactic, but could also be beneficial during clinicals too. So if you want 20% off, use my code as well. And then of course, for the pre-PA clinic, you can get a free month with them also. I'm always working on getting new discounts for you guys, so stay tuned for any updates there as well. And then of course, for future episodes, I'm still going to be letting you guys know about my final rotations that I've had since then. So pediatrics, my elective with a local allergy and asthma clinic, more of my electives that I ended up taking in psychiatry because, spoiler alert, I fell in love with psychiatry, outpatient psychiatry to be specific, during clinical year. So I'll give you much more insight on how that came about and what that journey kind of looked for me, as well as my experience taking the pants. So that's our national certification exam that we all have to take. What that preparation kind of looked like for me and just kind of like the logistical things about scheduling that paying for that and everything that that entails which is kind of a lot (laughs) as well as like I said um, when you're looking for a job kind of some things that I've learned along the way in regards to advice about job offers and how to decline offers and how to apply to jobs and what to maybe add to your resume and just kind of the steps that I took in that process because I was able to solidify a job prior to graduating which I'm very excited about that and just kind of like the next steps after graduation when it comes to applying to become licensed in your in your state and just working on continuing medical education cme credits that you have to get every year what that requirement looks like how to go about that just so many steps and so many things that more likely than not they don't teach you in pa school things that i've been teaching myself and learning along the way and some easier than others so definitely i will share with you guys what i have learned so that way you can utilize me as a resource hopefully to help you and your transition and your journey go all much the much smoother or at least as smooth as possible so of course thank you guys for tuning in again i hope you found this episode helpful if you did please leave a five-star review if you have not already don't forget to subscribe share the podcast with others i will always share on social media shout you out if you do any of those things of course and more than anything else of course it helps the podcast to grow to reach more people and means 
a lot to me. So of course, I hope you all guys have a happy holidays. Thanks for tuning in and stay tuned for the best updates to come. And I hope that the best is yet to come for you as well in your life and your journey to and through PA school. Until next time, bye-bye.